0: Everlasting Father, we thank you for everything you've done for us. We praise your name for bringing us to this day and time, another opportunity to study your word. We say, be thou glorified in the name of Jesus. We thank you for how you have healed us. You have blessed us. You have answered our prayers. You provided for us all week long. We bless your name. We, we give you all the glory, O oh God. Even as we will study your word today, O oh God. Lord, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of your word comes from you. So we humble ourselves before you. We ask that you cleanse us with your blood. And forgive us our sins, oh God, and we pray that you would you would speak to us through your word, oh God. Open our eyes to hear from you, to see you, to know you, to understand the secrets you have hidden in your word, to glorify your name. And at the end of the day, oh God, receive all the glory. At the end of the day, oh God, let it be obvious that you taught us by yourself, oh God, in Jesus' mighty name of prayer. Amen. I welcome you all to this Bible saying. And I pray that God will bless you as you listen on. I I want you to get your Bibles and your notes, and that will be very beneficial for every Bible study. Um, we are still studying Daniel. Um, we started with Matthew twenty four, verse one to fifteen, and fifteen. Jesus told us to go check what he told Daniel, and then now we are t- we are going to we've gone to Daniel seven. We've read that and we have also gone to daniel 8 last meeting we stopped at verse 13 so 13 and we're going to continue from there today i pray that god will bless you as you listen amen we're going to start with um uh hymns uh lead me to calvary that's the hymn King of my life I crown thee now thine shall thy glory be lest I forget thy thorn crown brow lead me to Calvary lest I forget get see my knee. lest I forget thine eye don't leave. Lest I forget thy love for me. Lead to California. Show me the truth that thou wast made Ten dollars mourned and wet. Angels and ghosts, light a rainbow. Guard the wild, thou shalt. Lest I forget, get money. Lest I forget, thy agony. Lest I forget, thy love for me. Lead to cover Let me like me. Through the gloom, come with a gift to me. show to me the empty tunes to cover. Me. Lest I forget, lest I forget, get seen, lest I forget, Dinago. Lest I forget thy love for me than to call for me. Breathe in that cup of breathe to share that more for my Lest I forget get seen many lets I forget die for me. Lest I forget thy love for me to come to come King of my life, I crown you now. Thou shalt thy glory be, lest I forget your love for me, lead me to cover. So our study today, we're gonna continue from Daniel 8, but for the benefit of those that um have not been with us, we wanna read from Chapter one down to where we stopped last week. That's um, verse. We're gonna read from. We're gonna read Daniel eight verse one down to the end today. We're gonna explain the rest part of it from fourteen down to um, verse twenty seven. And I'm using the King James version because um, we want to know get the fresh um, old time interpretation from the Hebrew version. And we can read other versions to support what we are reading. So I will start reading Daniel, age verse one. It says that in the third year of the reign of King Belshazzar. Belshazzar. So Belshazzar was the the king after Nebuchadnezzar, And he was not a righteous king right, but, and Daniel used to work for Nebuchadnezzar, right, Daniel used to work for Nebuchadnezzar, and he stood for God while working for Nebuchadnezzar. Now, this is B- Belshazzar, and Belshazzar, um, according to the history, he was not a, a good king, and yet, Daniel continue his walk with God. So it's not about who is in power right now, right? I mean, it's very funny when I think about it. Very funny and very interesting. Because after Belshazzar was Dairos, and Daniel walked for Dairos. So it's interesting. Daniel worked for Kadnesah. When the bad king took over, he stopped working. When Diros came, he worked for Diros. Because when you look at it, um, there is in verse 9, it talks about Diros, right? So he worked for Diros, but he did not work for Belshazzar, the bad king, and he he worked for um. He worked for Nebuchadnezzar in Daniel 4, then Belshazzar, and then Diros. And so verse 7, um, he saw a dream which we discussed before, and he saw this dream during Belshazzar's time. So that can even give us the timing of the dreams. He saw which one did he see first, which one did he see second, then he saw this other dream during Belshazzar's time. He saw the other dream, the, the third significant dream that pertains to the end time during Darius, Darius's reign. So that is interesting. So what I am like receiving from God's spirit right now is that Daniel did not work with Belshazzar but worked with Nebuchadnezzar and, and Darius. And as children of God, as tempting it can be to maintain our jobs, it makes me understand that when God doesn't want you to be somewhere anymore, the best thing is to leave. When God, when when your place of work does not please God. Because if you read the whole book of Daniel, you would hear you would see a place where. The Belshazzar and the people were doing something that did not please God. And then he was the guy that saw the handwriting on the wall where God was warning him. And the mother of the king, I believe one of Nebuchadnezzar's wife, said, I know a man, King Belshazzar, I know a man called Daniel that can interpret the handwriting on the wall. And this woman, Called Daniel from wherever he was at that time. And he was definitely not in the King's Palace. He was not working for Belshazzar. Even though he was very prominent in the previous government, he stepped down. And then he was close to God. He he was he was obviously close to God. That was why God could show him this vision. And let's keep reading. My prayer will keep telling us more secrets. Thank you, Jesus. In the third year of the reign of King Belshazzar, a vision appeared unto me, even unto me, Daniel, after that which appeared unto me at first. So there's a first dream in Daniel 7 about the end time, which we read. And now the second dream is, and I saw in a vision, and it came to pass when I saw that I was at Shushan in the palace, which is in the province of Elam. And I saw in a vision, and I was by the river of Ulai. Then I lifted up my eyes and saw, and behold, there stood before the river, a ram which had two horns, and the horns were high, but one was higher than the other, and the higher came up last. I saw the ram pushing westward and northward and southward and by this we concluded that "Hmm, the ram must be eastward so (laughs) the ram must be eastward because it was pushing westward it was pushing northward and southward and and, and um, so that no beast might stand before him, neither was there any that could deliver out of his hand, but he did according to his will and became great. And as I was considering, behold, an eagle came from the west on the face of the whole earth and touched not the ground. And the goat had a notable horn between his eyes, Um, between his eyes and the sixes and he came to the ram that had two horns which I had seen standing before the river and ran unto him in the fury of his power. And I saw him come close to the ram and he was moved with Shola against him. So, As we read last week, I can still remember the meaning of Shara means anger. He was moved with anger against him and smote the ram and break his two horns. And there was no power in the ram to stand before him, but he cast him down to the ground and stamped upon him. And there was none that could deliver the ram out of his hand. Therefore, That he goat waxed very great, and when he was strong, the great horn was broken, and for it came up four notable ones towards the four winds of heaven. And out, so um, this he goat, um, for the horn, the great horn that defeated the people in the east of the world was broken, And four horns came up in its stead that came towards the four winds of heaven. And out of one of them came forth a little horn, which was exceedingly great towards the south, east, and towards the pleasant land. So this horn was here. So let's read verse nine in Living Bible um, Version. Daniel 8, 9 says that um, one one of these growing slowly at first soon became very strong and attacked the southeast and warred against the land of Israel. So, he fought against the people of God. So, and defeated some of their leaders. Let's keep reading. And it waxed great. ten says it waxed great. even to the host of heaven. And he cast down some of the host and of the stars to the ground and stamped upon them. Yeah, he magnified himself even to the prince of the host and by the daily sac- and by him the daily sacrifice was taken away and the place of the sanctuary was cast down and, and host was given him against the daily sacrifice by reason of transgression and cast down the truth to the ground and it practiced and prospered then i heard one speak one saint speaking and another saint said until that certain saints would speak how long shall the vision concerning the daily sacrifice and the transgression of the solution to give both the sanctuary to give both the sanctuary and the host to be chosen on the feet and he said unto me, two thousand and three hundred days. Then the sanctuary shall be cleansed. So he said, How long? How long shall the vision concerning the daily sacrifice, the transgression of the solution, to give the bird sanctuary and the host to be trodden on the foot? And he said unto me, unto two thousand and 300 days, then the sanctuary shall be cleansed. So after 2,300 days, the sanctuary shall be cleansed. So I want you to put that number 2,300 in your notes. And at the end of the 2,300, just write, that is after that 2,300 days, the sanctuary shall be cleansed. And let's keep reading. And it came to pass when I, even I, Daniel, had seen the vision and sought for the meaning then. Behold, there stood before me as the appearance of a man. And I heard a man's voice between the banks of Ulai, which called and said, Gabriel, make this man to understand the vision. So he came near where I stood, and when he came, I was afraid and fell upon my face. And he said unto me, understand, O son of man, for at the time of the end shall be the vision. So I want us to pause here. And since we have passed where we explained last week, let us kind of, let me put one sentence under this verse 17. So Daniel 8, 17 says that, it says that, this vision is for the time of the end. And if we read another version, Daniel 9:17 in the living Bible, it says that so Gabriel started towards me, but as he approached, I was too frightened to stand and fell down with my face to the ground. Son of man, he said, you must understand that this event you have seen in your vision will not take place until the end times come. And if you read another part, it says that it's, it's an event for the end of history. That means that this vision is for the end time. So if people tell you that, oh, it has already happened. No, it has not happened. It's going to happen at the end of the end, like the end time. The, the as you said last week, the, um, the exit plan of this world, the exit plan and, and, I don't know why it's not popular <laughs> because everybody should know it. If you are a citizen of this world, if you live in this world, you should know what's going to happen at the end because it might happen in your time. Right? So if you in your time, you don't want to be caught unaware. Yeah. So this is a vision for the end and we are going to, as we are looking at it, we want to see what's going to happen. Is it already happening? And we highlighted some things in March 24, 1 to 15. And we have seen those things happen. But what we are yet to see is this abomination that causes the that Jesus said we should see in Daniel. And we are trying to see it right now. But for sure, this are the events of the end, the end of the end, the, the, the last tail end of everything. Now, as he was speaking with me, I was in a deep sleep on my face towards the ground, but he touched me and set me upright. And he said, Behold, I will make thee know what shall be in the last end of the indignation. For at the time appointed, the end shall be. Verse 20, The ram which thou sawest having two horns are the kings of Media and Peshia. Yeah. So the ram, With two horns are the kings of Media and Persia. Media and Persia. Everything about their reign. Now, the rough goat is the king of Grecia. Now, we know the round, We know the goat. We know the Grecia kingdom. Right? And you remember that Media and Persians, they've ruled. Greek has ruled. Even Rome has ruled. And Technically, it looks like America is ruling right now. So it's very kind of straightforward to see what these haunts and rams might might be mapped to, what kingdoms they might be mapped to in our day. So um, the ram now is so interesting. I'm so happy that they are making Daniel understand the vision because honestly, Without explaining this vision, there's no way anybody can understand it. So I'm very happy that um, they are able to explain it to us. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I pray that God will go open our eyes to see the deeper secrets in this word. So, Vasturin is said the ram, having two horns, are kings of o- Media and Pesha or Media and Pesha kingdoms. And the rough goat is the king of Brescia and the great horn that is between his eyes is the first king, verse 22. Now, that being broken, whereas four stood up for it. Now, I hope you guys are listening because this is going to get different. The other times they say the horn is a king, but now, verse 22, whereas four stood up for it, and those four are kingdoms, and the four shall stand up out of the nation, but not by his power. Verse 22 says, Now that being broken, now that being broken, whereas four stood up for it, and this four, four kingdoms shall stand up out of the nation, but not in his power. So four The the horn that was broken was a king. However, four kingdoms came out of Grisha. And these four kingdoms, not four kings now, different kingdoms. And in the later time of their kingdom, so kingdom is kingdoms, for example, the United Kingdom, America, kingdoms in Nigeria, they might have different kings over time, over different years. So four kingdoms shall stand up out of a nation, but not in its power. I was saying that um, kingdoms have different kings over time, different presidents over time. And now at the later part of all those four kingdoms, at the later part, so four kingdoms are recognized that came out of Brescia. An historian can go and go search for the four kingdoms that came out of Prussia. I don't know the kingdoms, but there are four kingdoms. And you can go and do the research about those four kingdoms. But what I know from God's word is that these four kingdoms that shall stand up at the later time of their kingdom, when the transgressors are come to the full, so we can add to the signs of the end time Sin, sin will be everywhere when the sin and sinners are uh, come to the full. What time will that be when sin is the order of the day? Sin, even among the church, even in the church, in, in, in the world, sin Sin is everywhere, even people are looking for, for newer ways to sin against God. I don't know the height of sin, right? I just know that in this day there's a lot of sin going on around us, a lot of sin. I don't know the height, I don't know when it will get to the full height, as um as Daniel 823 is saying, but when they are come to a full, when sinners are come to a full, a king of fierce continents. So, but I can recognize, I know that they are so transgression is rife in my day. I don't know if it's full yet, but I know that I can recognize a king of fierce continents. So when I see this king having fierce continents and Understanding that sentences, when he shall stand up, I know that something is about to go down. Verse twenty four, Daniel eight twenty four, and his power shall be mighty, but not by his own power. And he shall destroy wonderfully, and shall prosper, and practise, and shall destroy the mighty people, the mighty, and the holy people. He's going to destroy the mighty the mighty. So he's going to destroy mighty people, famous people, powerful people. He will also destroy the holy people. And do you remember in Daniel 7, it says that this little horn killed or destroyed three out of the ten horns. This dream complement each other. So the little horn Destroyed three of the set of the ten horns and took their place, taking the place of three kings, one little one took the place of three kings. So and here is t- it's telling us that he shall destroy the mighty. So I can fill in the gap. So this mighty refers to the three kings from Daniel seven. He would also destroy the holy people. That is. What we learned from Daniel 7 shall persecute us for three and a half years. Verse verse 25, and through his policies also he shall cause craft to prosper in his hand. So there's going to be prosperity through his policies and then he shall magnify himself in his heart. Now, and that's, that's when we begin to see this king, what's he doing? Magnifying himself in his heart. And by peace shall destroy a lot of people. So by peace, using peace, it will destroy a lot of people. He shall also stand up against the prince of princes. He shall stand up against the prince of princes. And Jesus is the prince of peace. So he's going to stand up against Jesus. That means, that's telling me something, that for you to stand up against Jesus that means Jesus Jesus will come around this part. Yeah. So it says that, um, and through policy, his policy also, it shall cause craft to prosper in his hand and he shall magnify himself in his heart and by peace shall destroy many. He shall also stand up against the prince of princes. That's my Jesus. But he shall be broken without hand. And that is when he would pass his boundary. <laughs> Verse twenty six. And the vision of the evening and the morning, which was told is true. So he's saying that the the evening and the morning, the 2,300 days that I told you about, the 6.3 years, that is true. That is days. That is not years. It's not, not um, 1,000 years, one day in the sight of God. It's literal. Like evening and mornings, Two thousand three hundred evening and morning. That is it. It's a literal two thousand three hundred days, and that is true. wherefore shut up the vision for which shall be for many days. So many days will pass before it up to pass. It's obviously at the end of the end. So and I Daniel, think that that's enough to think, and was sick certain days afterwards. I rose up and did the king's business. And I was astonished at the vision, but none understood it. Wow. Which king, please? Which king is this? So it says the third year of King Belshazzar. So we have to go and read about King Belshazzar. What happened? The king made a feast to a thousand of his lords and drank wine before a thousand. I'm reading Daniel 5 to, to confirm with the point we made before starting. So Daniel 5, Belshazzar the king made a great feast to thousands of lords and drank wine before the thousands. Belshazzar, whilst he tasted the wine, commanded to bring the golden and the silver vessels, which his father and Nebuchadnezzar are taken out of the temple, which is in Jerusalem, that the king and his princes, his wives, and his concubines might be daring. Then, that, then they brought the golden vessels that were taken out of the temple of the house of God, which was at Jerusalem, and the king and his princes and his wives and his concubines drank in them. They drank wine and praised the gods of gold and of silver, of brass and of iron, of wood and of stone. And in the same hour, king fought fingers, of a man's hand and wrote over against the candlestick upon the star of the wall of the king's palace. And the king saw the part of the hand that wrote. Then the king's countenance was changed, and he thought his thirst troubled him, so that the joints of his loins were loosened, and knees smote against one another. The king cried aloud to bring the astrologers, the Chaldeans and the soothsayers, and the king spake and said to the wise men of Babylon, okay? So they asked the wise men of Babylon, Daniel was part of the wise men of Babylon previously, as I know, nice to know. And whoever shall read this writing and show me the interpretation thereof shall be clothed in scarlet and have a chain of gold about his neck and shall be the third ruler of the kingdom. Then came in all the king's wise men, but they could not read the writing nor make known to the king the interpretation thereof. Then was King Bethesda greatly troubled, and his countenance was changed in him, and his lords were astonished. Now the king, now the queen, by reason of the words of the king and his lords, came unto the barquette house. And the queen spake and said, O king, live forever, let not thy thirds trouble thee not let thy continents be changed. There is a man in thy kingdom in whom is the spirit of the holy gods, And in the days of thy father, light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods, was found in him, whom the king Nebuchadnezzar, thy father, the king, I say, thy father made master of. So, so King Nebuchadnezzar, made Daniel master of the magicians and the astrologers and soothsayers. But well, what happened that Daniel wasn't um, master anymore after King because Kazmiza died? I don't know what happened, but let's keep reading. For as much as an excellent spirit and knowledge and understanding, interpretation of dreams and showing of hard sentences and dissolving of doubts were found in the same Daniel, whom the king named Belshazzar, now let Daniel be called and he will show the interpretation. Then was Daniel brought before the king and the king spake and said unto Daniel. Okay, so this is where yes. Then Let them now be called and he will show the interpretation. And Daniel was called Thou that Daniel, which art of the children of captivity of Judah, whom the king my father brought out of Jewry, I have heard of thee. Okay, the king heard of him, right? So he was not walking closely with this particular king, that the spirit of the gods is in thee, and that light and understanding and excellent wisdom is found in thee. And now the wise men, the astrologers, have been brought in before me that they should read this writing and make known unto me the interpretation thereof. But they could not show the interpretation of the thing. And I have heard of thee that thou canst make the interpretation and dissolve doubt. Now, if thou canst read the writing and make known to me the interpretation thereof, thou shalt be clothed with scarlet. And have her gold chain of gold about thy neck, and shall be the third ruler in the kingdom. Then Daniel answered and said before the king, "Let thy gifts be to thyself, and give thy rewards to another. Yet I will read unto read the writing unto the king, and make known the interpretation, um, to him. Interpretation. O thou king, the Most High God." gave Nebuchadnezzar thy father a kingdom and majesty and glory and honor. And for the majesty he gave, that he gave him, all people, nations, languages trembled and feared before him, whom he would he slew, and whom he would he kept alive, and whom he would he set up, and whom he would he put down. But when his heart was lifted up and his mind hardened in pride, he was disposed from his kingly throne and took his glory from him. And he was given, he was driven from from the sons of men, and his heart was made like that, like the beasts, and his dwelling was with the wild asses. They fed him with grass like oxen, and his body was wet with the of heaven, till he knew that the Most High God ruled in the kingdom of men, and that he appointed over it whomsoever he will. And thou, his son, O Belshazzar, hast thou not As not humbled thine heart, though thou knewest all of this, but thou hast lifted up thyself against the Lord of heaven, and they have brought the vessel of his house before thee, and thou and thy lords, thy wives, and thy concubines have drunk wine in them, and thou hast praised the God of silver and gold, of brass, iron, wood, and stone, which see not, nor hear not, nor know, and God in whose hand thy bread is and whose are all thy ways has not, has thou not glorified. Then was a part of the hand sent from him and this writing was written. And this is the writing that was written. Mene, mene, tekel, person. This is the, I sound like I could read. I sound like I, I, I sound like I, 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 I I know how to speak this language. Mene, Mene, tekel, o person. Of her person. Or oh, o person. This is the interpretation of the thing. Mene means God has numbered thy kingdom and finished it. God has numbered thy kingdom and finished it twice. God has numbered thy kingdom and finished it. God has numbered thy kingdom and finished it. Then tekel, thou hast weighed in the balances, and I found wanting. So, Perez, Perez, okay, the kingdom is divided and given unto leaders and patients. Wow. This is like, first of all, it said, my name is Mene, Mene, now it says Mene, to technical person. And part of interpretation. But let's see Daniel five in Living Bible and five verse twenty five. It says uh, five verse twenty five in Living Living Bible says, mene to technical person, person, person. Okay. So, so let me let me show you. Um, probably translation um so Daniel 5 25 says mene, minute take out person 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 but the other one says up person let's keep going let's go back to King James version so, many, many name, my name, and which is probably the same thing as rest. Some Bible historian we know how to explain this verse, but I, I get my revelations from the Holy Spirit. So let's keep going. The kingdom is divided and given to the meadows and patients, Then commanded Belshazzar, and they clothed Daniel with scarlet. And put a gold chain about his neck and made a proclamation concerning him that he should be the third ruler of the kingdom. In that night, so wait, Belshazzar was not worried about this, these words. <laughs> In that night was Belshazzar, king of Shaudian slain. And Diros, the Median, took the kingdom, being about three score and two years old. As, um, 62 years old was Diros. When he took over Belshazzar. So this was Belshazzar. However, um, Daniel was here in the first year. Wait, let me see. In the we, we will understand it together. God will give us light. So in Daniel 728, he says that he didn't talk about what where he was working, where Daniel was working. In Daniel 8, verse, the last verse he says, and I fainted and I was sick for seven days. Afterwards, I rose and did the king's business. Um, it looks like from Daniel 5, it looked like Daniel did not walk inside the palace closely with the king. But he was doing some of the king's business, um, walking around the kingdom, but not close to the king. But he was close to, obviously he wouldn't be close to an idol worshippers. Um, Daniel would not be close to them. That's probably why he left the palace. Pray God will help us wherever we are walking that is not bringing glory to God. You know, Daniel did not, Care about the big salary that he was collecting as part of the wise men or astolo- astrologers, he just focused on being um being doing God's will. And I'm sure that if you were working closely with Belshazzar um in the palace, he would not have seen all this vision. Isaiah says in the year that Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. So that is like, I saw the Lord, right? There are some jobs that prevent you from seeing God's will for your life. There are some some employments, job opportunities that prevent you from doing God's will. And you should, you should like, ask for God's will about our situation and leave if it is God's will for you to leave. Yeah, Daniel could stay and say, Hey, I'm going to change them. I'm going to bring Jesus. I'm going to bring light. Sometimes you might end up cha- changing you and that's why I ask I tell you ask for God's will and go show you. But we are talking about the end time now and um we've read a lot of things about we we, we, comp- we concluded Daniel um 8 and it says that um it's conforms to what we read in Daniel 7. And that is awesome. That is great. I'm, I'm really excited about that. And we would know more n- next week when we when we read um, the next verse on our outline. Okay, so one thing I want to also note in Daniel 8 right now before we conclude is the i want us to note the time 2300 days and i also want us to note the the time as well as the um chapter chapter verse 25. verse 25 says that and through his policies also it shall cause crafts to prosper in his hand and yeah So I want to read it in the Living Bible, Daniel 8, verse 25. It says that he will be a master of deception, defeating many by catching them off guard as they bask in false security. Without warning, he will destroy them. So great will he fancy himself to be that he will even take on the prince of princes in battle, but in so doing he will seal his own doom, for it shall be broken by Hanukkah. So there's a place where I saw intelligence 23. Daniel 8, 23 in KJV says that in the matter, in the later time of their kingdom, when the transgressors have come to a full, a king of fierce continents and understanding dark sentences shall stand up. In this version, he says, towards the end of their kingdom when they have become morally rotten, morally rotten, an angry king shall arise. And remember, yeah, an angry king shall rise to power um, with great shrewdness and intelligence. So it makes me think of AI and what AI will do um, and how this king will use artificial intelligence a lot to, to cause craft to prosper in his heart. And I pray that God will keep giving us light as we um as we as we study this verse because um he would understand dark sentences, he would understand the, the man of sin will understand um. we understand a lot of will be intelligent, right? And there'll be policies and craft shall prosper in his hand. So there'll be prosperity and it will look good, right? But he, he when, we, we, when we see prosperity, when we see intelligence, a person of intelligence, a person of fierce character, counting and smart person, right? the smart person, but one that destroys powerful people and will even destroy the holy people. Then we know that the end is coming. I just want us to pray here and then we will continue next week. And I believe that God will take us closer and closer to understanding more and more of the deeper things that this man will do. So first of all, I want us to go back to what Jesus said, if you look out for, he shall take the daily sacrifice and um, yeah, he shall magnify himself even to the prince of the host and by him the daily sacrifice was taken away and the place of sanctuary was cast down. So that's like the significant thing he would do within that 2,300 days. That's 6.3 years. And that is what we should watch out for. I pray God will help us. Next week, we're going to read more and more. I hope we now have a glimpse of what's going to happen. And we saw a glimpse of the rapture, which we will be reinforcing in next meeting. The rapture is here, where he's trying to take on the Prince of Princes. That's Jesus and then he, he'll be destroyed. And if we want to read, um, want to read this part here in Revelations that says that Jesus will destroy him by the brightness of his coming. Mm. Thessalonians. So I want us to read two verses that look like rapture so that we will compare it with. This little horn, aka the horn in the west, aka this man of sin, it was called the little horn, the little horn in um, Daniel 7. <clears throat> then in Daniel 8, it was called that horn that extended to that horn that works great towards the south towards the east and even towards the pleasant land that's israel so if he works great towards the west means he's is and sorry if he was great towards the east it means he is in the west right if he works great towards the east it means he's somewhere in the west so in Daniel eight verse nine we know he's in the west. In Daniel 7, he's a little on. And in both chapters, we see that he persecuted the Christians. In Daniel 7, he told us for three and a half years. In Daniel 8, he told us the extent of his reign or his activities will be about 6.3 years. And that's the points we are getting from this. And then we also saw in Daniel 8, verse 26 or 25, it says that he stood up against Jesus. So how did he see Jesus to fight with? It makes, makes us understand that Jesus came, right? At that time. And we want to read verses that will buttress this point. So it says here that. So let me read from the top because it's not, it's it's beneficial for us to read it too many times so that we can understand. And it can even cement the knowledge that we have had from Daniel 7 and 8. So here, Paul is telling us, just like Daniel, Paul had the revelation from God about the end time and what will happen. And he was telling us this. And I'm going to share my screen now and we'll read it together. <clears throat> and if you want to watch the video version, then you can download the app called Podroom, and you'll be watching us right now. Okay, so sharing my screen. I'm reading Daniel, I'm reading Second Thessalonians chapter two. In King James Version, it says that now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together unto him, that thou, that you be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled neither by spirit nor by word nor by letter as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Don't be afraid. Don't don't let people let people make you afraid. That Christ, the day that Christ would come, ask is at hand or is already here. No, don't be alarmed. And we didn't send you no word. We didn't send you any letter telling us this. That's the meaning of Second Thessalonians I um and two verse two. So verse three says. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. That day, Jesus coming, Jesus coming to take us in rapture. We will not come except there will be falling away first. And what did we see in Daniel 8? The transgression will be full. The transgression will be full. The time of transgression, the time of sin will be full. And Paul said, it, there's going to be falling away first. And Daniel 8 was available to Paul. So Paul was able to kind of glean from Daniel 8 and by revelation from God that there will be falling away first. Yeah? complementing Daniel 8, there will be a falling away first. The sinner's, Their time will be full. Their sin will be so full. And then the man of sin will be revealed. The little horn, aka the man from the West, the king from the West will be revealed. The son of perdition, the son of perdition, he will be revealed. That day will not come. The Prince of Peace will not appear yet until this man of sin will be revealed. And in Daniel, they did not describe any rapture before this man comes. Even Jesus told us to go check out what Daniel said, right? There's going to be abomination that causes dissolution. And this man of sin is going to do that. And they there will be, okay, so there will come a falling away first. and man of sin will be revealed. Even Paul is telling us that and he's not going to come except the man of sin is revealed in Second Thessalonians chapter two. That's what Paul said. And who's this man of sin? Just like in Daniel, he opposed and exalted himself above all that is called God, all that is worship. Remember, the little horn had eyes like a man and had mouth speaking, speaking um, boastful words against God. And so he opposed himself and exalted himself above all that is called God, all that is worship, so that he as God, seated in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Showing himself that he is God. Wow. So that's right. Remember ye not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things. I told you these things. Why are you making me talk, talk twice? I told you these things. Verse six, and now you know that what we told that he might be revealed in his time. So what is stopping him from being revealed in his time? You know that. And for the mystery of iniquity, that already works. So yes, there's the antichrist spirit, people against Christ that don't love God. Even pastors, they just come to take your money. They don't love Jesus. They don't love your Jesus. Only he who now let it will let until he be taken out of the way. So this is King James Version language. Whoever is preventing this man of sin will continue to prevent him from coming until he's taken out of the way. So when he's taken out of the way, he will be revealed, and then the day of the Lord, the day of Christ will come, right? And then we'll be taken up. So don't be afraid. What's going to happen is that the sin will be will be they'll be falling away first. Sin will be rife everywhere. But there's something keeping this man of sin from coming. Until that thing be taken out of the way, um, the man of sin will not be revealed. So now, after it's taken out of the way, which we have to know this by revelation, and and I pray God will reveal this to us. It says, and then shall the wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth. So the wicked one, this antichrist, will be revealed. And my Lord, Jesus, shall consume with the spirit of his mouth. So remember that this guy is speaking boastful things. So Paul added something that Jesus did not add. Um, Daniel. Did not talk about something preventing this little from coming, as we have studied, right? So um what is what happened in the time of Darius? I'm sorry, how am I saying Darius? What happened in the time of the king of Media and Persia or King of Grisha, which is the goat. So the ram with two horns are uh, represent the king of media and Persia. Kingdom of Media, Greece. The he goat that had one horn that came to bash the the, the ram with the two unequal horns, unequal height horns. <laughs> the he goat that came to bash the ram is the king of the kingdom of Grisha from with this one horn, and then that horn was broken, and then four horns came up to replace that horn, and the little horn which was in the west. Little one which was in the West, exceedingly greater than the other guys. And this other guy was, um, is this man of sin. And what we heard was that he's gonna do what he's gonna do for two to two hundred and two thousand three hundred days. Between when the horn was broken and the four horns came, looked like somewhere around that time, something is preventing. This little horn from coming, right? And that is what um that is what 2 Thessalonians 8 is saying here. So we could go and check out Daniel 8 to see what happened when the four um let me see So if we check out, and out of one of them came forth a little horn. So therefore he works very great and he was strong and the great horn was broken. So, okay, let me start from you. Said okay, When when we said, when when they are explaining the, way, explaining the vision in Daniel 8.20, he said, The ram without so had two horns. They were king of Media and Persia, the rough goat, king of Grisha, and the great horn that is between its eyes is the first thing. Now that being broken, whereas four stood up, four kingdoms shall stand up out of the nation, but not in its power. So here, four kingdoms are standing up, right? So I want to check the real dream, right? It says that in Daniel eight verse eight, the goat waxed very strong, and when he was strong, the great horn was broken. For it came, and for it came up four notable ones towards the four winds of heaven. Yeah, so this is where we saw the the four winds of heaven, right? The four winds of heaven: east, west, north, and south. And we concluded that the 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 badass horn or the little horn is is in the west right. We say the pleasant land is the north. the uh, The other part is east and south, and this little one is the west. And so that uh, Israel is at the north of Africans at the north, and so um, the pleasant land. Some people call it. Some Russians call it Israel. And ten says, and it waxed great even to the host of heaven. And it cast down some of the host and of the stars the ground and stamped them. So um, out and out of them came forth a little horn. So where I'm going right now is that between this time of this four kingdom of these four horns, right? This four horns came. Out of these four horns, a little horn came. So, Paul is saying that between the, this time and this little one, between verse eight and nine, there's something that is preventing the little horn from coming. Right? Something is preventing the little one from coming until that little that thing that is preventing the little one from coming comes, and is taken out of the way. This little one will not come. And we don't know yet if it has been taken out of the way. We don't know because it's between verse 8 and 9, right? Out of them came for the little one. But now Paul is saying that there's some extra stuff that is preventing the little one from coming out of these four kingdoms. And we don't know what it is, but all we know is that after the little one comes, he will do all those things and, and he will he would. He would do the abomination that causes desolation, and then he will he will destroy people and destroy the children of God, the saints. To go back to 2 Thessalonians it says here that (sighs) it says here that um, it says that, yeah, before this little one comes out of the four kingdoms Somebody has to be taken out of the way. And Daniel didn't tell us. yeah. So let's keep going. I pray that God will tell us if it's important, right? Because we a, there are other signs we could use to know if this little one has come or not. And this thing, mystery to be taken out of the way is not important, actually, to this analysis. So verse 8 says that, and then we kept, the wicked shall be revealed. And my Lord Jesus will consume him with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan. So this little one is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders and with all the deceivableness of unrighteousness. So you see, he he understands dark saying, that's what um, Daniel said and he is wicked, evil, destroying even the children of God. So, so it's going to deceive the people that are perishing because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this cause, my God will send them a strong delusion, verse 11, 2 Thessalonians 2, 11. For this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Now, but we are bound to give thanks unto God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God had, from the beginning, chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth, right? So you are already God's children and continue to do God's work. That is what the rest of the verse says. So Jesus will destroy this little horn with the brightness of his coming. And remember, in Daniel 8, verse 25, it says, when he stands up against the Prince of Peace, then he shall be broken without hand. And that is where we're going to end this um, Bible study. I just wanted to give us proof for this, the fact that this is rapture, talking about um, Jesus coming. And remember, in Daniel 7 as well, it's also portrays the fact that um, Jesus is at rapture; that this um, guy will be destroyed. So let's see, mm-hmm. Daniel chapter seven, verse. It says that verse twenty-five says, "And he shall speak great words against the Most High, and shall wear out the saints of the Most High." going to wear us out <laughs> and think to change times and laws and they shall be given into his hand unto a time times so three and a half years he will persecute the church and 26 but the judgment shall stand and they shall take away his dominion so the, the judgment shall stand that is when he tackles the prince of peace and to consume and destroy it until the end and this is the and the and, and 27 says, and the kingdom and dominion and the greatness of the kingdom under the whole heaven shall be given to the holy people of the most high, whose kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and all the kings shall reign. So this is when the rapture will take place, and God will give us the kingdom. This is the interpretation of the dream. When we go to the real dream, it says that um at that point in Daniel 7:8, when this horn that has highs like a man and mouth speaking great things. At the point when he was speaking great things, right, and he was speaking against the Most High, that is the point where the judgment seats were was being set up because the rapture was about to take place. The judgment seats were being set up. It says, and I beheld thrones were cast down, and the ancient of days did sit, whose garment was as white as snow, and hair was pure like wool. And his will was as burning fire. Okay, so a very stream issued came, Daniel seven ten. came out before him and thousands thousands ministered to him. The judgment seats and books were opened. I'm rushing this part because we've read it before. It should be like at the back of our head. We've read Daniel 7 and we know the story. And I beheld then because of the voice of the great words which the hunts speak. I beheld even till the beast beast was slain. So when he was talking great words talking great words speaking against the prince of peace Jesus destroyed him. Right? He was slain and his body destroyed and given to the burning flame. So also in the same Daniel 7 he says that and I beheld Daniel 7:21 I beheld, and the same horn made war with the saints and prevailed against them, 22. He did that until the ancient of days came. So this little horn, this man of sin, this antichrist, destroyed the saints until the ancient of days came. And judgment was given to the saints of the Most High. And at that time came, the saints possessed the kingdom. And if we should go backtrack to... This part, it says the son of man, that's Jesus. I just pray you understand this. Okay, so he was destroyed. So 13 says that, I saw in the night vision and behold, one like the son of man came with the clouds of heaven and came to the ancient of days, and they brought him near before him. And there was giving him dominion and glory, and a kingdom, and all the nations shall serve him, and his dominion will be, will be an everlasting kingdom. Now, it says here in 13 that the Son of Man was coming in the clouds of heaven and came to the ancient of days. That is after the this man of sin was destroyed. So in my head, you should, the picture that I see in my head is this i speaking boastful things, persecuting Christians against God. I see the, the Son of Man, which is Jesus, coming on the clouds of heaven, to destroy him by the brightness of his coming, as spoken at, by in Second Thessalonians 2 verse Second um, Thessalonians 2 verse 8, you see, the Lord shall come in the clouds, right, and destroy him with the brightness of his coming, and then the, the thrones will be set up, and then thousands and thousands of people be before God to be judged. So I pray that God will help us to understand this better, but the Bible is one explaining themselves and pray that God will help us. The next thing is to know who this man of sin is, this fierce king that shall come, as we read in Daniel 8. The fierce king would come, who is he? Pray God will help us. Father, we thank you for your word that we have read today. We went so many places, we re emphasizing and buttressing what will happen at the end time so that we would not forget it, we would understand it, we would know the sequence. I kept repeating a lot of stuff so that your people would know the sequence. I ask that you please, um, glorify your name and glorify yourself and take control of their hearts, oh God. Help them to open their eyes, oh God, to prepare their minds ready for this end time. We have seen the signs that you said in Matthew 1, Matthew 24, verse 1 to 14. Now we are yet to see the abomination across the desolation. And then you say it's going to be done by this little horn. And we are waiting for the little horn to manifest itself. And we, while we are waiting, we, while we are waiting and we're seeing a lot of iniquity going on in the world today, we are soaking ourselves in your word we are reading your word we are praying we are trying to make the the fruit of the spirit burst out of us so god we're trying to die daily and and unclog the the water faucets holes being blocked by unforgiveness we're trying to remove it so that your love can flow out by anxiety unblock that hole so that so that peace can flow out of us. Your joy can flow out of us by trusting in your word and by having faith, to oh God, so that depression can be erased, to oh God, by nailing depression to the cross, by nailing sin to the cross, oh God, so that we can live a life of peace in you, oh God, who will live a life of goodness and meekness and holiness, to oh God. Nailing all these old all the properties of the old man, the habits the old man has taught us, to oh God, to the cross, Lord, the habits that old man has taught our brains, our minds, our hearts, oh God, we every day nail those habits to the cross, oh God, we're we're seeking to know more and more of you, even as we are learning about what's going to happen at the end time, oh God. Just like Daniel, that was once in the king's palace, actively working for Nebuchadnezzar, but when an unbelieving king came in, he stepped back to do other duties, but was not right inside the palace was not even known by the King because of the bad acts of the King. Lord, help us, oh God, to also, Lord, distance ourselves, oh God, from iniquity whenever it surfaces, even whenever it comes close to where we are, God, give us the courage, oh God, to leave that job, to leave that relationship that is not pleasing to you, oh God Almighty, and focus on you you walking righteousness in our hearts, oh God. Even though the, the position is High, oh God, even if it's a high position, oh God, of fame, of of of, of wealth, of riches, oh God, even though this position is very significant, even though you, if you, you were the one that put us in that position, or when the position is no longer looking like what it used to look like, when we are not no, we are no longer able to perform our our duties to you, oh God, give us the courage to leave those positions, oh God, give us the courage to leave that job or, or that relationship, oh God. That doesn't please you anymore, God, and be in the background somewhere, just like Daniel was still doing the king's business, but not in the king's palace. Lord, I pray that you help us, oh God, give us different revelation of your word, oh God. And we pray that you bless our week, Lord, bless our weekend, Lord, and the week that we're going into, oh God, help us to see your hand in our jobs, oh God, favor us, oh God, answer all our prayers, oh God, change our lives, help us to be more like you, oh God. This new week, help us to be looking more like you than we looked the past week, oh God, in every area of our lives. So God, receive the glory of death. We are covered in the blood of Jesus Christ. Help us to hide under the shadow of your wings. Help us to read your word and dwell in your secret place so that we'll be hiding under the shadow of the Almighty, away from sharpshooting, mass shooting, all these evil, uh, evils around us, oh God. Please, Lord, cover out with the blood of Jesus, O oh God. Help us to praise you this week. Help us to just bust into sin, You know, God. Even if you have not done what we are asking you for, or you say no to our request, help us to praise you, O oh God, because you are more than enough. You are our treasure, and our treasure is in heaven, and that is you, Jesus. We are covered in the blood of Jesus. Pray for the people that are listening, know, oh God, that you open your eyes, see more and more of your word, O oh God. Receive the glory ancient of days, because we are faithful, God. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Man, it was a long one, but I'm sure that God has blessed us. you're blessed. Take care. till you. we we'll meet again. Bye. Have you ever listened to a podcast and thought about what other listeners are saying about that episode? Have you ever thought about giving feedback and interacting with the host of a favorite podcast? Podroom is a podcast player and chat room platform for the podcast communities. Join millions of similar podcast listeners and interact with like minds on the Podroom app. It's a social networking platform with over 750,000 audio and video podcast content. It's available on the Play Store and App Store. Download Podroom now to enjoy this episode.